Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the wait list before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the wait list right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to the Manifestation Babe podcast. It is 7 a.m. on a Friday, and I am on a roll of recording podcast episodes super early in the morning. I don't know if this is going to be a new thing, but I swear when I wake up and first thing in the mornings, what I do is make a cup of coffee and then turn on this microphone. It just brings me like a whole nother level of motivation, knowing that my podcast is done and it's out there and you guys are infused with more inspiration, more advice, more manifesting tips, etc., etc. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I don't know if you're listening to this first thing in the morning or maybe you are wrapping up your day. Either way, today's a special episode because since we are approaching 2020 and 2020 is so freaking close, I want to help you get even clearer on what to manifest or at least know what you want to manifest in 2020. So you guys, there's an epidemic out there, and I've been doing this for a long time, and the epidemic is still out there. And the epidemic is called the I don't know what I want epidemic. And the reason why it's an epidemic is because repetitively affirming this statement of, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I want, oh my God, I don't know what I want, is a bullshit statement, and it is a statement that's drastically holding you back. I believe that repetitively 
saying that you don't know what you want is simply just a protection mechanism to actually keep you safe because you do know what you want. I believe that you absolutely do know exactly what you want to create in 2020 and for the rest of your life. But there are five things, five blocks, five things holding you back, whatever you want to call them, that are getting in the way and clouding it up and creating a fog over this clarity that I know that you need, because clearly, if you had that clarity, you wouldn't be saying that affirmation. But I want to share with you how this affirmation is a bullshit statement. It's just keeping you small. And honestly, it's repelling miracles from manifesting into your life. Because if you think about it, whatever you affirm isn't just describing your reality, it's creating your reality. So if you constantly say, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I want, where is your mind focusing? Your mind is focusing on the lack of knowing what you want and therefore on the lack of what you want. And you will always attract what you are focusing on. So if you're focusing on not knowing what you want, then you'll never, ever, ever get to a place of being clear and um, demanding of what you want. And I believe that the universe responds to an energy of certainty rather than an energy of, um, I have no better term for it than like, I call it lollygagging. I love that word. I use it all the time. I'm like, stop lollygagging or you can't be lollygagging around. Like the universe responds to certainty. Um, I believe that we're all desire-driven human beings, just in general. Humans are not. We're all beings, right? We are desire-driven, and it's part of being us. Uh, Part of being us is that we are constantly filled with desires. And by avoiding them or not admitting them or neglecting them, we are literally neglecting a part of us that is so important in fulfilling this collective Um, evolution. And what I mean by that is, this is going to be fascinating. The word desire itself in Latin, if you split it up to D and then sire, right? D means of something and sire means sire or of the father. Or the way I like to look at it and the way that many have looked at it is of God or of the universe or of the creator or of infinite intelligence, right? So the word desire means of the sire, and it essentially means that it's part of our spiritual nature to fulfill our desires because it is one of the ways that the universe or God or your higher self or however you want to look at it expands and learns about itself. If you have no desires, you have no motivations. And if you have no motivations, then what's the point of playing the game of life? This is all part of the learning process. Part of the learning process is for you to go out there and manifest your dreams because by going out there and pursuing something and attracting something, you are going to be learning all kinds of lessons in the process. Remember, I talk about this like a broken record. You're either going to succeed or you're going to learn a lesson. And if you don't pursue something, if you don't decide to attract something, if you don't Uh, set an intention to receive something, how are you ever going to learn? If you just sit there idly and live this idle life, live this very safe, small life, 
what are you ever going to learn? I believe it's a gift for us to have desires. And the way I look at it is it's not that we don't know what we want. It's just that there's some bullshit reason clouding up your ability or our ability to see or to admit. And oftentimes it's that admitting part. Okay. So today in this very short podcast, and by short, I just mean short relative to my other podcasts. Um, I want to share with you guys those five blocks that I'm talking about. And I posted them on Instagram. Maybe you've already read them, but maybe it'll help you to hear this in a more of an audio uh, version, just to hear like some additional tidbits and thoughts that I have. But I want to share with you guys the five biggest blocks or the five biggest things that I see holding people up from really getting clear on what they want. And without getting clear on what you want, and by that I don't mean being overly specific, because that's what I'm going to talk about um, in terms of a block. Being too specific is actually holding you back too. Um, But at least knowing the destination of where you're going. You know, I see life as like this GPS system, right? We're playing this game of life and there's, we have a compass or a GPS that's handed to us. And We are always presently at our current location and the universe is constantly creating a path for our desires. And when we have a desire or we tell the universe what we want or we decide on what we want, we are inputting a destination into our GPS system. Okay. So without inputting a GPS uh, point of, you know, your destination, you're not going to go anywhere. And not going anywhere is not a fun life. Let me tell you that, guys. Like you, the way I look at it, and this is just my belief system, is that I believe that we're gonna have many lives, right? We're gonna come back, we're gonna, we're gonna leave this lifetime, we're gonna come back, we're gonna incarnate, we're gonna enter another lifetime. It might be another dimension, it might be another time in history, it might be who knows, right? Because it's so unknown, you know, for anyone to say they know exactly what's gonna happen after death is uh, bullshitting because we just don't know. There's there's so much unknown out there. But I believe that we're going to repeat another life. And it's for the sake of learning more lessons that we haven't, that our soul hasn't had a chance to learn in this current lifetime, right? And with each lifetime, you are essentially playing a game, right? And in each version of the game, you are only you one time. Like what I mean by that is that you only have your personality or your desires or who you are or your name or what you look like, everything that makes you you and makes you you in this current identity, you're only going to live once. So you might as well explore and be as adventurous as possible with this current iteration of you because other than that, you're just going to lose that opportunity right? They say you only live once. I believe that it is the fact that you only live once according to this current iteration of you, the the current version of you, the current lifetime that you are in. So it's not like a doom and gloom, like guys, you have to figure out what you want or you're going to waste your life. But I really think that wasting this lifetime is such a shame. And I don't want that to happen to anybody. I want people to live the most fulfilling version of their life because by living the most fulfilling version of your life in this lifetime, the way I see it is that you're going to 
you know, chances are, figure that out pretty quickly in your next life so that you can keep building upon this journey, the journey of your soul, right? It's not just the journey of the human, the journey of the meat bag, the journey of the ego. I see it as the journey of the soul. Give your soul the best fucking journey that it could ever have by not wasting a single lifetime. And the only way that you can waste this lifetime, guys, is by holding yourself back from really, really achieving and really receiving and attracting and going after what you truly want. So in order to know what's holding you back, obviously I have to list them. So let's just go and dive right into that. So number one is, (laughs) this one is such a common one. You, it's not that you don't know what you want. It's just that you are afraid of what others will think of your desires, right? Like what will mom think? What will my sister think? What is Fred from the internet going to think? What is Bob the mailman going to think? Like you just have so much fear of other people judging your desires because you feel like, and, and oftentimes we are made to feel like, what we create in our lives is not possible for all. So therefore, by us having what we want, we're in some way, shape, or form excluding other people or that other people are going to perceive us to be better than them. And we don't like that because I, for instance, um, truly believe that we are all equals. We are all one, right? And um, when I achieve something or when I attract something or receive something or create something, I believe that it's possible for everybody. But until you get to that place and understand that some people might be triggered by your success, but it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. It just kind of frees you to just be like, all right, like it's not my fault. And it really is not your fault. If other people can't see what's possible for them, it is only your job and duty to show yourself what's possible because the ripple effect through the law of oneness is that you're also going to be inherently showing other people, what is possible for them too. Another thing within this first point is that you're either afraid of what others will think or you're judging yourself for wanting something other than what you were conditioned to want. I judged myself for so long in, um, you know, about my desires because I was conditioned to want to have a medical degree, right? That's part of my story. It's part of my journey that for so long in my life, I was conditioned that I'm supposed to want to be a doctor. And if I don't want to be a doctor, then there's something wrong with me and that I'm not really fulfilling my life's purpose. And then it comes to realizing just like the fact that, wait a second, my life purpose cannot be determined by something that someone else said or something that someone else wants. And it took me until I was like 23 to figure out that um, my parents lovingly wanting me to succeed um, kept putting this dream inside of my heart because this dream was inside of their heart. And my mom for the longest time wanted to become a doctor, but because she was such a young mom who immigrated to the U.S. when I was one years old and obviously put herself through school, struggled a ton barely had time for me. Um, you know, she did the best that she could, but she really like wanted to have more time with her daughter. So she decided to forego medical school when she had the opportunity. She did all her prerequisites. She took all her tests. She got accepted, whatever, but decided not to go. And so therefore it took me forever to figure out that I was just conditioned to want what my mom wanted for me or want what society wanted for me instead of what I really freaking want right? So you're self-judging yourself and that could be holding you back. 
Number two is you don't believe what you want is possible. This is a huge one. So you choose something way, way, way smaller than your dreams just to avoid disappointing yourself. And this is such a lose-lose, guys, because you're, you're either going to feel two emotions. You're either going to be disappointed or resentful, right? You're either going to be disappointed. Your fear is that you're going to be disappointed if you don't achieve what you want. You go, for, you go for your biggest dreams and then you fall short. Or vice versa, you're going to feel resentment that you never actually tried. And so it really is a lose-lose situation. And the thing is, is that so many of us, when we sit down to get clear on what it is that we want, oftentimes we are operating from circumstance. We are using our current reality as the building blocks for our future. And the thing is, is that when we create from possibility rather than circumstance, the game changes because creating from possibility means that anything is possible. And that's when I say, forget about your current reality or ignore your current reality. What I mean is that you just got to forget like for just even 15 minutes. And I'm going to give you guys a visualization that I use to get clear on what I desire to remove these five blocks. That's really helpful. Um, But for the sake of my explanation, like, you know, if you create from what you are currently experiencing in your life, you're just going to create more of it. Because if you use your current reality as the building blocks, guess what? You're just going to create more of the same. And that's not the point, right? So you have to learn and you got to train yourself. And it really is just a habit, you guys. It's a habit that I train myself on to operate from possibility rather than circumstance. It's not just something that I like magically decided one day. It's something that I really struggled with and it's something that I had to train myself to do to the point where now I still find myself sometimes creating from circumstance just because I am a human being. We're all human beings here, but I'm able to uh, decipher it and gain awareness of it so much faster than I did before. And I'm able to change it and remind myself to just go to my private deserted island, which is part of the visualization. And remember that anything is possible. So therefore, what can I create? I'm realizing that this is probably not going to be a shorter episode just because we're already 15 minutes in, but I hope you're enjoying it regardless. Okay. Number three, you're overwhelmed by what you think it'll take for you to get to what you want. You have some story, a bullshit story, right? You're already, you're already creating the whole scenario of what it's going to take for you to get what you want. And oftentimes we are conditioned to believe that it's going to take a really long time. It's going to be filled with lots of hard work, like extremely hard work. It's going to be filled with sacrifices of what's most important to you, right? Society likes to tell you that if you pursue money or success, that you're going to lose your family or you're going to lose your um that you're, you know, your your loving nature about yourself. You're going to lose who you truly are if you pursue some of your desires, right? Bullshit story that's fed to us. Or I think I already said this, but this is a common one, so I might as well say it again. You are afraid that it's going to take a really long time. And, you know, when you create a story like that, guys, how how willing and how motivated are you to take action on your dreams? If you have this desire to buy your dream home or make a deposit on your dream home or whatever it is, 
and you're told it's going to take 30 years of blood, sweat and tears. And, you know, it's going to it's going to require you to lose your family and your sanity and blah, 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 blah. And you just, you know, someone either feeds you that story or you tell yourself that story. I mean, honestly, like you might as you're you're going to get to a point where you're like, OK, I might as well live in my little apartment <laughs> like fuck that. I'm going to live in my studio because I don't want to uh, No, like that's not for me. So I might as well give up that dream home. And this is what I call getting up, caught up in the how, right? You are creating this story of the how. And the thing is, is that it's a very limiting story. It's a very demotivating story. It's a very constricting and restricting story. You don't have to create a story about the how because the how, first of all, first of all, is never your job. It never was your job and never will be your job. It is not your current job. This is always for the universe to figure out. And when you start to create from possibility and realize, you know what, some way, somehow I'm going to get my dream home and it's going to happen in the most perfect, most aligned, easiest way. I don't know how, but I'm not going to create bullshit stories around, you know, what it's going to take. Like, why do that? You're literally putting the brakes on the manifestation process for yourself. And I feel like that's one of the dumbest things to do because you are a creator. It is natural for you to have desires. It is so your birthright to have everything that you want. Number four, this is a common one as well, just because of how our brains are wired. Our brains are survival mechanisms. It's really our hearts that we use to connect and tap into our soul. And we have brains, yes, but our brains are really wired to survive. Our brains function is to focus on what we don't want or or what's missing or what could go wrong, right? Either a lack or what could go wrong. And what I mean by that is that when your brain, if you think about it, you know, back in the day when survival in the wild was important, right? Now we live in cities, we live in towns. We have more of these modern comforts that keep us essentially safe. Like we don't have to go hunt our food anymore. But back then, think about how useful it was for our brains to automatically be wired to think about what could go wrong, because then we're always on the lookout for predators. We're always on the lookout for the saber-toothed tiger or what's missing. We're constantly paying attention to our food source, right? We're looking at how much food we got left over for the day, making sure the whole, uh, you know, our cave can get fed or our loved ones can get fed or however our village can get fed. Like we're constantly looking at our food supply to make sure that we have enough. It's very based around survival. And unfortunately, our brains haven't evolved that much because our society has evolved so quickly, but our brains are still catching up. And so it's so important to not operate from your brain, but rather operate from your soul when it comes to achieving your dreams, because your brain is so conditioned to focus on what you don't want. And I see so many people when I ask them to dream or, you know, they come inside of Manifestation Babe Academy or Rich Babe Academy, and it's time to create your dream life. It's time to create an ideal day in your life or an ideal relationship or an ideal career or ideal business, et cetera, et cetera. And oftentimes they go, well, I don't want this and I don't want that and I don't want this. And I don't blame them because obviously your mind has gotten really good at that, but it's actually, first of all, it's not helping you because you're just attracting more of what you don't want by focusing on what you don't want. But oftentimes actually there's a gift within this. Okay. When you realize that there's a gift within focusing what you don't want, you can immediately shut off that process and switch it to focus on what you do want. And what I mean by this is that often when we focus on what we don't want, 
That's the very polarity that we need to then um, figure out what we do want. And so if you're constantly focused on like, I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to have a boss that doesn't appreciate me. I don't want a husband that doesn't appreciate me. I don't want to be sick. I don't want this. I don't want that. Well, okay, great. You listed all the things that you don't want. Now I want you to literally, and this is the easiest exercise in the world, uh, write down the opposite. Okay, so you don't want a boss that doesn't appreciate you. Then what is it? What is the opposite? The opposite, well, they think about it. The opposite is, well, I want a boss that appreciates me. Good. <laughs> there we go. We are on the right track. I don't want to be broke. Okay, great. Now, what is it that you do want? Because again, it is the opposite that will clue you in on what it is that you actually do want. And so when you figure that out, okay, I don't want to be broke. Well, I want to be rich. Great. How specifically, right? How rich do you want to be? What is rich to you? Is it rich in money, rich in love, rich in um, how many objects you have in your house? Like what does rich mean to you, right? Is it rich in energy, rich in health? All these things are great. And that's part of being rich. I don't believe that rich just ties to money. It ties to every single aspect of your life. But in order for you to get clear, okay, what does that mean? Got it. Okay. Um, rich to me means having all my bills paid and me having an excess of five grand a month in my bank accounts so that I can do whatever I want with it after my bills are paid. Great. Well, how much do your bills cost? Okay. They cost two grand a month. Great. So let's, let's focus on attracting 7K a month. And they go, oh my God, this is making sense, right? So when you realize that you're just operating from conditioning, and you can unpack that conditioning and use it as a building block in a more productive way, all of a sudden you gain clarity. Number five, here's something that I see all the time in the law of attraction community. And it's actually something that I personally thought to, and I used to teach this, but now um, since I've created MBA Um, in 2018, I have changed this. I've changed my methods. I've realized that it goes so much deeper than figuring out exactly like to the nth degree of specificity, exactly what it is that you want. And that if you don't get clear on what you want, then the universe has nothing to work with. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? What I'm talking about is when people say, all right, you want an Audi, but if you go to the dealership and just say, hi, I'm here to buy an Audi, they go, cool, which Audi? And then, you know, if you just walk into a dealership saying, I want an Audi, they're going to give you any Audi. They're not going to give you the exact one that you want. So it's very, very specific or very important to be specific and say, I want the white Audi R8 with red stripe. That's the car I have. So that's why I'm saying that. But, you know, and if you don't specify every little detail, then the universe does not know what you want. It's going to get really fucking confused and give you what you don't want. And I don't think that's accurate because the place from which we're operating when we are coming from that belief is that only verbal communication is what's important in defining what we want. And I believe that there is a vibrational level to this to where the universe is so much smarter than that, guys. Like you're giving the universe absolutely no credit whatsoever when you think that just what is not voiced is not going to happen, right? So 
What I mean by this is that I believe that the universe has access to your heart, right? Has access to every desire you've ever had in life. It, it really knows what it is that you do want, okay? And sometimes this sits on an unconscious level. So you might not be conscious of it. What I mean by this is like, for instance, when I think of my dream home in the the Bel Air Hills, for instance, I thought I wanted to live in the Hollywood Hills until I stayed at an Airbnb there for my team meeting. And I realized that it's way too caught up in the traffic. Like there's a lot of traffic uh, leaving that area. So Bel Air is so much better. It's closer to things that I want. So when I think about my Bel Air home, I can get as far as a couple details. And I don't see this as me risking not getting my dream home just because I can't see or can't visualize every single little detail of my dream home. Meaning the fact that I cannot imagine what color doorknobs I'm going to have or or the fact that um, I can't see every single grain of carpet or exactly what color the wood floor is or what the cabinets look like or exactly what the view is and what my neighbors look like and what the house next to my neighbors is and blah, 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 blah. That just creates stress. And when you get stressed out uh, getting clear on what you want or or playing the game of manifestation, what vibration are you really putting out? Are you really putting out what you want or are you putting out stress, right? And oftentimes there's, you know, you might be getting overwhelmed with the same rule that overwhelmed me, which is um, in the law of attraction community that you must be extremely specific about each and every single one of your desires. And then this dreaming, this concept of dreaming gives you stress because you can't, as I said, visualize the exact color doorknob of your dream home. And then you think if you skip this step, the universe won't be able to give you your dream home. And they think that that's what's holding them back when in fact, some of us love specificity and actually some of us don't as much. And this is also reflected in human design. I don't know if you guys follow her. Her name is Jenna Zoe, and I believe that's her Instagram handle as well. She teaches a lot of human design, and I really like human design because it's taught me a lot, um, and it's pretty accurate to like who I am. If you guys are curious and you're human design nerds as well, I am a 2-4 generator. So 2-4 profile and a generator. And generators, um, uh, actually, this has nothing to do with being a generator. There's another aspect to this, which is in your human design chart, which human design is um, essentially a, it's kind of like, I would say, mixing Myers-Briggs with, uh, it's like the woo-woo version of Myers-Briggs. It really gets into your personality type, but on a very energetic level, a very woo-woo level. Um, It incorporates like astrology, numerology, all kinds of aspects all mixed into one. And I think it's really cool. And one of the things about human design is that in your chart, um, you can actually see whether or not you are a specific manifester or a more general manifester. And I'm actually a general manifester. So it makes sense why too much specificity actually stresses me out. And I thought that I was doing something wrong my entire career of learning about the law of attraction. And then I realized that it's actually my strength to not be overly specific and instead open myself to this or something better. Because again, we are um, undermining the intelligence of the universe when we think that if we don't tell the universe what we exactly 
to the T what we want, that we are not going to get something epic. I think the universe is so much smarter than that. It's called infinite intelligence for a reason. And I believe that when you open yourself to this or something better, the universe has an ability to tap into your vibration and um, access essentially like a file cabinet of all the times when you oogled and goggled over um, a certain home in the hills. And it knows that you like big open windows and it, it knows that you like big open spaces and it knows the kind of views that got you excited. Like as you're driving through the hills for instance, and you see this view of something and you're like, oh, I really like that. The universe has access to that. It's like a file cabinet inside of your vibration. And when you say at universe, I want this, which your version of it could be extremely limited or something better, which means universe come in and give me what I want and make it so freaking good that even I couldn't have imagined it. It just opens up a whole new world for you. And so if you can't be overly specific, that is okay. Just get as specific as I can be. And that's what I share with my students. That's my teaching now. That's how I go about it is get as specific as you can be, but do not stress about it. Leave yourself open to this or something better. Okay. So those are the five things that typically get in the way. And I want to share with you guys a visualization that I actually personally use to get clear on what I desire to remove these five blocks. Um, and this visualization is super simple. I'm not going to lead you to through it, like close your eyes, because I know you guys are probably doing something when you listen to me. You're probably either like doing your laundry or driving around or maybe working or doing whatever. And so I want you to do this on your own time. And if you're someone who actually needs like a visualization recording, I have a different one that relates to those 19 journal prompts that I talked about in the previous episode that I created for creating a breakthrough year in 2020. And when you sign up for the journal prompts, um, I give you an opportunity to purchase just for $8.88, super, super low, super affordable for you to get the upgrade and listen to this visualization exercise that actually goes with the 19 journal prompts. And if you want that, I got music, I lead you through it. It's super powerful. It's about 20 minutes long, but it's because the journal prompts really help you get as specific as you can get. Again, it's as you can get. And then I take you through seeing every single aspect um, of that, uh, of the journal prompts through a visualization. And you can find that recording at manifestationbabe.com slash links. Um, my team and I decided that every time we mention anything, any kind of current offer or promotion or anything I talk about on the podcast, you guys can always find it in one general hub. Cause I know I throw a bunch of links at you guys all the time and it can get confusing. So we decided on manifestationbabe.com slash links. Um, And of course, you can find that in the show notes as well. So if you want more of like a guided visualization, that's where I'd say the best place to go get one. But the visualization that I'm going to share with you is just I want you to run it through your head as you're doing other activities or as you're listening to me. And then afterwards, I want you to actually stop this episode. And then when you have time, just run through this exercise. And this exercise, again, doesn't have that many rules. Um, It's really, really simple. And I just want you to just practice really letting go of your past conditioning, really letting go of what happened in the past, what others are going to think of you and what you've been conditioned to desire. The purpose of this visualization is for you to uncover like what your desires are from your heart and from your soul. Okay. So the visualization is basically this. Imagine that you are on a deserted island 
Okay. And uh, first of all, you're not stuck on this deserted island, right? Like you're just going here for 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) And so don't think that the deserted island is part of your desires or that you're stuck there or that you're actually creating for this deserted island. You're actually creating for your current life, the current iteration of your life, you know, to improve upon your current life. But sometimes you got to go to this deserted island so that you can forget about everyone and everything and time and circumstance and instead just focus on possibility. Okay. Cause I share this on Instagram and it confused a couple people where a couple people said, well, I don't want to be on this deserted Island. I want to spend my life with my kids and my husband, whatever. And first of all, that's awesome. That's great clarity to have. Obviously what's important to you is to have a family. So you desire a family. That's great. I just want to remind you that you're going to come back from this deserted Island. You're not stuck here. It's not part of of creating for the deserted island. You're obviously not going to be alone forever. Okay. So just that now that we clear that out let's continue. So imagine you're in a deserted island. Nobody's around you. And just for now, imagine that this deserted island has no concept of time. You don't know what year it is. You have no concept of the past because it's been completely wiped out. And the future is a portal to infinite possibility, depending on what you create for this island or create on this island. You have no relationships on this island. There's no friends. You ain't got no family. You don't have no husband or wife and you don't have any kids. Okay. So anybody involved in your life is gone. It's only you here, at least for the moment. On this island, there is no time-space continuum. So absolutely nothing from your past is holding you back. And anything in the future can happen in an instant. On this island, you can choose to create anything. All is possible. And the best part is that anything you dream up here is only for you. Your loved ones have their own island. They got their own dream island. Leave them alone. So stop worrying about them. Stop worrying about anybody's opinion. Just get to know what your heart truly wants. If you could be, do, or have anything, what would your life look like? What is the ideal reality that you would be absolutely thrilled to live for the rest of your life? That's the visualization. And I personally, when I go to my deserted island, so those are like the rules of the deserted island, what's beautiful about this is that it really gets you down to the core of your heart rather than your mind. Because your mind's going to be like, what the fuck? What am I doing? What are they going to think? And blah, 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 blah. And clearly, I already shared with you guys the five blocks of the mind. The mind's not helping you. Tap into your heart. I usually take about 10 to 15 minutes um, to simply dream. And I go to my deserted island at least once um, a week. And the key is to not worry about timeline or other people or the how or others' opinions or what is realistic and versus what's not. And it's really not about being realistic. First of all, you're not on a deserted island. It's already not realistic, right? So get your brain to start thinking about what is going right? What do you have access to? What is possible for you? And, you know, the concept of playing pretend, you know, and accessing your imagination, the fact that you know it's a pretend game actually helps lift off your logical mind. 
because even if you can trick your brain for just a moment that you're just playing a game, even though your whole fucking life is a game, if you can just pretend for a moment that you're like that, what you're currently doing, that activity, the visualization is just a game. It's way more likely to shut off because the logical mind is not helping you um, and tone itself down so that your subconscious mind, you know, those hidden desires can come out and play and be noticed um, and be given an opportunity to manifest into your reality. So that's the visualization. I want you guys to try it out today. Maybe you do this before bed. Maybe you do this right away. Um, Maybe you weren't driving or doing something busy and you actually got to do that while I was sharing about it. And maybe you want to extend it for after I finish this podcast episode. And I'm curious for you to report back your findings, you know, try it out and then let me know, tag me on the gram at manifestation, babe, screenshot this episode, you know, obviously share it and share with me what your takeaways were and if the visualization helped you. Maybe you were stuffing down something that you actually really, really wanted, but you were so afraid of what others would think or you self-judged yourself to the point where you just repressed it and suppressed it for essentially your whole life. Um, I'm curious if this helps you. Again, this is not the only way to get clear on what you want, but it's a powerful way and it's one of the ways that I personally use. So of course, I'm going to share with you. Um, and let me know what you're excited to create for 2020. Again, you guys, I also have the journal prompts. Um, we're actually doing a special boot camp at the end of the year that I'm going to uh, share with you in a future episode. And I'm so excited about it because it's something I only do once a year. It is priced at a no brainer price. The investment to get in is very, very low. It's one of the lowest that I offer in terms of how much value I put into this. And we're going to do a boot camp together of really creating the most aligned 2020 year. And the first step is to download my 19 journal prompts, which again, manifestationbabe.com slash links. And then also tag me on the Instagram when you download these journal prompts and let me know how they help you as well. I am so excited for you guys to create the most epic decade, new decade of your life that comes from possibility and not from circumstance. And I just want to let you know that I believe in you. I'm so proud of you. You are absolutely amazing. And I cannot wait to catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at Manifestation Babe or visiting my website at manifestationbabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.